0: Hello and welcome to Commercial Observer's Backstory. I'm Max Griss and I'm here with my partners in crime, Kathy Cunningham and Tom Accatelli. Kathy, Tom, how are you today?
1: Good, Max, how are you? Eh, hey, fine.
0: <laughs> Kathy, how are you?
1: I'm really well, thank you, Max. I'm glad to hear that you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: well, I'm not as fine as you. You just got back from Hawaii, so you're probably- I did. Much more rested and happy and all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I had a great time. It was quite abrupt, you know, um, re-entry into the news, uh, the news kind of feed that we've had this week. been a really busy week for news, but I've had a great time in Hawaii. So, yes,
0: more rested. Well, well, while you were there, you got a tip that became a big story on, I think, like Monday or Tuesday, which was about a certain certain somebody who was switching jobs. Uh, Do you want to tell our listeners about that?
1: Yeah, sure. So um, so yes, yeah, so on the beach in Hawaii, I actually got a, a tip about Jonathan Pollock, who is a big deal at Blackstone, who we have covered for several years since so I joined Commercial Observer, really. Uh, he's, you know, a consistent honoree on our Power 50 list. Um, and he, uh, the tip, basically for this one line tip that I got said that he was moving to Starwoods Capital Group. So um, so that started on, I think, Friday last week, and then Monday, I got another couple of tips with the same, basically, message, and then I had to track it down um, when I was back at my desk on Monday. So um, really big news. You know, Jonathan's a big deal. Obviously, Starwood's a big deal. I um, they, they think they're a really interesting company. It does so many different things that are people are interested in. They want to know what's happening. Um, and the, 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 a bigger part of the tip also is that Jonathan's going to be president of Starwood Capital Group. So it's a really big role that he's taking there. So um exciting times to come back to, that's for sure. Well, you know,
0: very exciting, but actually um seeing a lot of this, you know, every mm-hmm. week um we have been seeing just big brokers leaving their firms or or even like you know, big people at like companies like Silverstein or SL Green, like you know, leaving their roles, you know, tie up senior people. So it has been like a real like reshuffle in a lot of ways. Um, and you know, it just keeps coming and coming. Big time, Max.
2: Um, we have coverage of the trend. And we have a couple of sources who have been in the business for decades saying that it's the probably the biggest pace of big-name turnover in at least 20 years. So hmm. this century, essentially. And it's so more than the GFC.
0: Out,
2: oh, yeah, yeah. And it's particularly pronounced, uh, with in, in investment sales.
0: Uh-huh. Um, well, so we, yes, we did assign a story on that, which is coming out. Um, well, by the time our listeners are probably listening to this, it's a, probably already out by uh, Celia Young, who is a, uh, commercial observer alumnus. Um, and, um, she did speak to a lot, to a lot of people about this, uh, trend. And, um, you know, just the extremity of it. And, you know, one of the things that Celia mentions, which I think is not, you know, um, incidental by any means, is just how badly um, a lot of the firms are just doing. Um, it, it was sort of inevitable that um, that there would be a shakeup um, at a lot of these places. Right. Um, yeah. yeah.
2: It's earnings season right now so we've been covering the the quarterly calls and the, the year-end performances and you know they they're I wouldn't say they're uniformly bad at all it's uneven right uh-huh. so they they're definitely these larger brokerages and the services firms the ownership groups REITs are finally showing the signs of wear of the last two or three years now, uh-huh. which of course means you know it's always darkest before the dawn etc so it's a comeback of the work, but they're definitely reporting uneven numbers, and that's manifesting itself in employee count and turnover.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, though, one of the things that I think that Celia mentions that I thought was interesting um, was that, you know, it is, you know, a, ba- a bad time for a lot of these firms, but it is kind of a great staffing opportunity for, uh, for some places. And, you know, I think that nobody has more taken advantage of this uh, than Newmark. Um, you know, Barry goes and has been on like a hiring spree that even started before this. And in, in, in many ways, you could say that he like tipped it off uh, when he poached uh, um, Doug Harmon and Adam Spees from Cushman uh, to his team. Uh, but, uh, Kathy, you wrote about that, uh, about Newmark and their efforts there. Tell tell us a little bit, of, tell us some of your thoughts on that.
1: Uh, so I interviewed Barry Goson maybe, oh, four or five months ago now, and he really was emphasizing just basically his main goal is to attract top talent, and talent is really, really key to to his brokerage uh, success. Uh, and I think it's definitely evident. Um, I think most recently they hired – Stephen Rotter and Howard Hirsch from JLL, two other huge names. So this um, spree of hiring top, top talent in the brokerage side does not seem to be slowing. This train is not slowing down for Barry Gosen. And it's pretty interesting because I think that that star power is something they're definitely emphasizing, whereas other brokerages are de-emphasizing the star power of the individual broker and more more so a different approach to, um, to the services they're offering uh, to their clients. So it's kind of interesting to see the different kind of perspectives amongst the brokerages and just how they're how they're either trying to um you know win business or support their clients through this particular period of dislocation.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, nobody
2: I would also just tell listeners uh, Max and Kathy that we have an op-ed from Barry yeah. at commercialobserver.com. Yes. Correct. Where he is none too shy about talking about the approach that Kathy just and
1: the reason that I bring that up is that, you know, I think one of the biggest surprises for all of us is that on the editorial team was Bob Knackle um, leaving JLL um, or exiting JLL recently. And I think from everything our sources have told us, you know, a big part of that was because he was a star broker and, you know, the individual side of his business was really emphasized. And that's what JLL is trying to de-emphasize right now. So um, it's kind of interesting to see the different approaches, like I said.
0: Yeah, no, JLL didn't take the Newmark approach. Um, you know, and it, it has been somewhat interesting. So, seeing like the herd going one way and a couple of individuals going, you know, the the opposite way. Um, one, you know, person who I'm, you know, not all that not all that surprised to see, uh, you know, going off on their own. Um, I guess this partnership, although I I, I don't kn- know too many of the details uh, between um, Marty Berger and Andrew Farkas. Um, could Tom? Do you want to talk a little bit about that? No, uh, Marty Berger. Until
2: this past October, was the chief executive of Silverstein Properties. I think a position he held for a number of years. Yeah, the mm-hmm. ownership group. The company was going in a different direction. It was not looking to as a lot of companies are not looking to now expand, but rather work with what it had in its portfolio. And so, uh, uh, Marty. Sort moved on, they parted ways, and he's back with his own firm with Andrew Farkas as the main partner and investor.
1: Right. Now,
2: it's not, you're right, it's not clear yet what they're going to be doing, but Marty did say that they're going to focus on office to residential conversions. Mm-hmm. Now, I have my doubts whether that is, no, Marty Berger would know much better than me whether that's a going <laughs> concern, but. You know, the, the pace of office to residential conversions in the Northeast nationally has been rather slow, even though there's such demand for housing across the country and, uh, you know, te- more tepid demand for office. We'll see what happens. They might they might have to expand, I think, their purview.
0: It wasn't that surprising to me. I mean, like, you know, I, it, obviously I didn't know that it was coming, but um, I was... Uh... Um, not a hundred percent surprised that Farkas would be like, you know, the voice, who, the, the the person who would, you know, be propping up a, a, a burger simply because he's always had that kind of like, you know, pioneering kind of, you know, spirit towards a, a lot of things, like doing things that you know are kind of against the grain, um, and it's worked out well for him. So you know, you wonder like, um, would people be wise to take a page from this? But I don't know.
1: And also, I mean, I guess Silver seems to be successful in doing some um, conversions in lower Manhattan, you know, 55 Broad, properties like that. So maybe it's kind of natural evolution for Marty, but um, definitely be interesting to see what comes from, from this partnership for sure.
0: Yeah, for sure. And
1: and Max, question for you. So what's, what's the most surprising move for you? Who have you been surprised to see jump ship to another shop?
0: Well, I don't know. I mean, it's just been like one, like, you know thing after another, like, you know, every week, I mean, like, you know, we haven't even mentioned Darcy Stakem. I mean, my God, the queen of skyscrapers, you know, leaving CBRE, you know, I spoke to Darcy after she left and, um, you know, wrote a little piece about like, you know, the new firm that she's doing. Um, And, you know, look, I I think that that was something a little bit more planned um, at least, you know, according to Darcy and, you know, when I called CBRE, they didn't, you know, deny it. Um so like I think this had been, you know, a long-standing plan of hers that she had wanted to, you know, focus on what she wanted to focus on. She didn't want to have like, you know, a boss or, or whatever. And um, you know, she said that her phone has been ringing off the hook since she left of people who wanted to work with her. Um, so you know, I I, I think that there is like some sort of you know pioneering stuff there. I mean, look, I was very surprised. You know if you're talking about sheer surprise, the two biggest I would say were Marty Berger and um Andrew Mathias at um SL Green, that's right. but that's right. um, you know, so those were the two big like reshuffles that that I, I was you know most most surprised at. Um, but you know, hey, like Bob Knackle, my jaw dropped, and uh, you know, Jonathan Pollack this week, I was like, oh my god, yeah, that's but... <laughs> you know, there's <laughs> nothing. Cats and dogs living together. My God, this
1: world is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other Starwood property trust hire, which they announced on their, their earnings recently, is um, Pathan Malgiri from Stellar, uh, who basically joined the firm to head up a new middle market lending business. So here's why I think you know Starwood is really really smart. They're taking advantage of a void in the market left by the regional banks who have retreated from the lending space to now make smaller loans and kind of capitalize on that part of uh, the market dislocation. So I think I think that's really you know very very smart and. And just another interesting development. You know, there's, there's so many interesting things happening right now. Well, and that's another thing about Starwood
0: in general is that they they really do, like, go against the tide. Um, that's sort of Sternlich's, like, mantra, at least uh, the one or two times I've spoken to him. But um, anyway. And I know Absolutely. we've been
2: talking about big names, you know, the the, the marquee names moving on or moving to new ventures. But, you know, I just want to make, just put it out there. We've, we've covered this in the past. You know there, there's a lot of attrition of, of you know younger newer professionals to the field that are they're, yeah. they're leaving uh, willingly or not they're moving on um, you know that that's an interesting trend to follow it, it is one of the more it is one of the tougher toughest environments to start a career in commercial mm-hmm. real estate right now especially on the brokerage side
1: and then the flip side of that you know what what if um... Uh, one of the things that Celia saw in her article uh, was that people were saying that this kind of period of dislocation or distress is actually a good time to acquire talent because you can get it for cheaper, which seems like a really sad thing, a really sad way to yeah. enter the industry. But at the same time, people are trying to add talent to their workforce um, for a little bit you know, lower costs, which, which makes sense in an environment such as this. When transaction volume's down, revenues are down, and so they can acquire talent at slightly cheaper costs.
0: It is amazing. Celia's piece is a nice bookend to a piece that she wrote a year ago about the younger talent that um, was like leaving the field. Um, So, yeah, I know it is it is. uh, Wild, it's a little it's sad, but, you know, it's also just the way it is, I guess.
1: I'd like to ask you guys. So, what do you think is driving this big kind of, you know, push in terms of people deciding that now is the time to to move to another firm, or perhaps they're, you know, they're done with their their current firms or what have you. What do you think is, is the momentum behind it?
2: I, I think it's the distress in the market, the uncertainty. I mean, for years, at least since the the Great Recession, since the financial crisis in oh seven oh eight, you know, there's been this sustained growth. And there was cheaper money, much lower borrowing costs. I just think it's the environment that people are in right now. But you know, as I alluded to earlier, the market's kind of hitting bottom, and not, you know, there's not—you know—there's very likely, knock on wood, not going to be a recession, and there's going to be a turnaround, and there's going to be more. We, you know, we get into this too, and our coverage is going to be more deal making and deal activity, and so I think people are seeing that and
0: positioning themselves to capitalize on it. Yeah, I mean, I more or less agree with everything that you're saying. Um, You know, I, I, in terms of, um, you know, the people who voluntarily shift, I don't know, I think there might be a larger uh, employment point about that. um, When you're like, you know, in a period of uncertainty, do you want to just like Log on to the next, the nearest thing you can. I don't, I don't know, but um, but I, no, I think that Tom is mostly uh, focused. But on K- it.
2: Kathy had a good point earlier that there is a shift in, you know, more of a, to more of a team ethos rather than hiring like rainmakers. You know, right. Um, so that that's a shift too. I would also point out, and something we've covered as well, this is a, a big trend right now: is the expansion of law firms. So the th- same thing is happening in the legal profession. There are people moving and being hired, and, and there's, there's you know, turnover at the corporate law level, too so and in financial firms and banks yeah
1: so. i was going to say we've mentioned we've we've actually haven't mentioned so far a couple of really big names which is paul dara from google going to citadel then also linda foggy from citigroup who is um currently well i think she's currently mulling her next role but um she left citigroup so um it's all happening it's all happening virtual yeah. real estate right now
0: yeah well it is amazing when um you leave the I guess it's the fourth biggest company in the world. Is Google? I'm not sure. <laughs> but what is what is it? What's going on at Google? Uh, no, no, no. I, hey, look. <laughs> Dallas, look at you're a real estate there. If you're like the real estate guy of Google, you could do whatever you want. Maybe he wants to do the next big thing. Who knows?
1: Maybe he wants to move to Miami, who knows?
0: Maybe he right. wants to move I'm to Miami. Hot. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note... Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us today. I'd like to thank uh, Kathy Cunningham and uh, Tom Acatelli Um, for Commercial Observer. I'm Max Gross, and uh, we'll see you next time.